feels so good to be back, America. Thank you once again for tuning in to your favorite radio show here on WVAU, Fanatic Radio. Yes, yeah, surprise, surprise, we're back on the air. Glad to be back. Uh, unfortunately, my co-host Dan Goldman's at Bill Clinton right now, as the former president is still speaking at Bender Arena. But here we are, once again, live from American University on a new time slot. We'll get to that in a minute. It is Fanatic Radio. I'm your host, Michael Gardner. Sit back in and enjoy 45 minutes of music and sports here on the lovable radio station of WVAU.org. Coming back from the holidays, first couple of days in school, and already we are chock full of sports. We have the NFL playoffs suddenly closing to an end as the Super Bowl is just a week away in Indianapolis. And I, for one, am very excited to have a rematch the 2008 Super Bowl between the New England Patriots and the New York Giants. Here is a quick soundbite right out of the gate from the golden boy himself, Mr. Tom Brady, on his thoughts on this game. He's a great quarterback. Yeah, he's a great quarterback. He's been the first pick in the draft, so I've always watched him. Um, he's, you know, he does everything you're looking for as a quarterback. He's, I've seen it firsthand what he can do in the fourth quarter of these games. He's done a great job bringing his team back. Um, he's a great leader. You always hear that coming out of New York. The guys really have a lot of respect for him, and uh, you know, so do I. I think Eli's playing probably one of the best footballs of any quarterback in the game. I mean, so a lot of questions about, you know, Peyton. You know, now he had his little brother Eli. I mean, he stepped his game up big time. Man. It was also from defensive tackle Vince Wilfork. Just comments on Eli Manning. And we'll get to the other Manning in just a second. But it's more important to see these two players. We'll get to our full Super Bowl matchup. But recapping the playoffs, one thing that surprised me is actually how the Giants made the Super Bowl. Because everyone was picturing the... New England Patriots to do what they did, got the bye, had the Denver Broncos riding the Tebow train for only so long, and then they played a great game against the Baltimore or Baltimore Ravens, and so now they're facing the Giants, who I think had the toughest road, and we're not, I'm not surprised that New York is in the Super Bowl, because as soon as they beat the Cowboys last game in the regular season, it was the momentum train, which so many sports definitely show. We saw baseball this year where the St. Louis Cardinals were the wild card and got into the World Series and ended up winning it. All you need to do is, is win a game to get in. So now you're in. You're playing extra games. They held they held the Atlanta Falcons to only two points, shut down Matt Ryan, the entire football team, played their first home playoff game in quite some time, went into Lambeau, faced a Green Bay team that was relatively weak towards the end of the regular season, and now... They recently beat the 49ers in a thrilling overtime victory to earn them a trip to Indianapolis. And we'll have our whole Super Bowl coverage next week, as it will be on the 5th. Or so next week, and Fanatic Radio will be the 3rd. And hopefully Dan Goldman will be back in the studio. As, as again, as I mentioned, he is visiting Mr. Former President Bill Clinton. We'll also have several other guests. I'm very excited for this uh, semester. As I mentioned, we do have a new time slot, 8 to 9. We are, quote, the pregame for the pregame. Just kick off your weekend right here on WVAU. Also, special guest John Blundo will pop into the studio every other week. It's ironic. My two 
guests or two co hosts I usually have on this show, both are from Boston. So I can never lose that East Coast bias. Very excited for the guest lineup we also have this semester. Hopefully we can get uh, more basketball personnel as tournament time comes around. Gary Williams will actually be joining us as he is getting inducted into inducted into the uh, Stafford Cassell Hall of Fame at American University February 25th. So looking forward to see the former coach who just recently got his name dedicated, the court named after him at the Comcast Center for the Maryland Terrapins. We'll also try to get Bram Weinstein, who is coming to American University next week for all you journalism fans out there. We try to get many college basketball. I mentioned uh, Oklahoma guard James Frischella, Princeton center Daniel Edwards. We try to get Harrison Barnes on the show, and much more. We try to get uh, Cy Young winner Clayton Kershaw for spring training and pitchers and catchers report to get his thoughts on that. Also, your calls are open anytime. We still have the phone lines here on Fanatic Radio two zero two eight eight five eight seven zero zero. Make sure to also like us on Facebook, Facebook dot com slash Fanatic Radio. And yes, I sadly admit, I have a Twitter. Please follow it at TheFanaticMG for other sports and crazy stuff that goes down. But looking more at football the teams, before we go, take a quick music break, because we're playing a little more music this semester, since we do have a shortened show and the, the time segment. Football-wise, I'm very excited to see what Jim Harbaugh has to do with his team next year. I think if he can fix Alex Smith, or if anything in the quarterback uh, tandem comes up, Things could look bright. Another team I'm very excited for is the Houston Texans. Shout out to Michael Freelander for that. Fellow Houston fan here on Fanatic Radio, manager of the AU basketball team. That front line is one of the most dominant I've seen in quite some time. Also, Andre Johnson. You have Matt Schaub coming back. Arian Foster. You have Mario Williams returning back from injury. A team that was so injury-stricken managed to get that deep into the playoffs. Kudos to them. But that's all our football talk for now. If you have any other comments, just call in. Phone lines are open. But we will take a quick music break here on Fanatic Radio. As we'll have more tunes coming your way. Coming back, we'll have the NBA. On crazy finishes, we had the Pacers-Bulls a couple of nights ago. And also, we had last night's thrilling victory of the Boston Celtics over the... Orlando Magic. So we'll have more on that. You're listening to Fanatic Radio here on WVAU. Somehow, like I got six 
pocket with only 15% of profits. Ever seen my pockets like 69 billion in the last 20 years spent on national defense, but folks still live in fear like nearly half of America's largest cities is one quarter black. That's why they gave Ricky Ross all the crap. 16 ounces to a pound, 20 more to a key. A five minute sentence here and then you no longer free. 40% of Americans own a cell phone so they can hear everything that you say when you ain't home. I guess Michael Jackson was right. You are not alone. Rock your hard hat black as you in the Terradome. Full of hard niggas, large niggas, dice tumblers. Young teens are prison greens facing life numbers. Crack mothers, crack babies, and AIDS patients. Young blood can't spell, but they can rock you a PlayStation. Snoo Mavis with my motherfuckers ass. You want to know how to rhyme? You better learn how to add. It's mathematics. <laughs> Mighty most desperate. It's simple mathematics. Check it out. I'm a bubble round strike. What are we talking about here? Mighty most desperate. It's simple mathematics. To every story, three strikes and you've been for life. Mandatory. Four MCs murdered in the last four years. I ain't trying to be the fifth when the millennium is here. Doing six million ways to die. From the seven deadly thrills. Eight year olds getting found with nine hills. It's in the end where you see that. What's the deal? They on the hill pumping grills to keep their bellies filled. Lighting the ass with heavy steel. Strikes on the pretty shit in life. Young soldiers trying to earn their next strike. When the average minimum wage is 515, you best believe you gotta find a new grind to get cream. The white unemployment rate is nearly more than triple for black. Frontliners got their gun in your back. Bubble and crack. Jews after robbery to combat poverty and end up in the global jail economy. Stiffer stipulations attached to each sentence. Budget cutbacks but increased police presence. And even if you get out of prison, still living, join the other five million under state supervision. This is business. No faces, just lines and statistics from your phone, your zip code, the SSI digits. The system break man channel women in the figures. Two columns for who is and who ain't niggas. Numbers is hard and real and they never have finners. But you push too hard, even numbers got limits. Why did one straw break the camel's back? Here's the secret. The million other straws underneath it. It's all mathematics. I'm mighty more definitely. It's simple mathematics. Mighty most desperate. It's simple
And welcome back to Fanatic Radio here on WVAU.org. Thank you once again for tuning in. It's our new time slot for the new semester, 8 to 9 p.m. We are the pregame to the pregame, as my co-host Dan Goldman cleverly thought of. So, I'm joined here in the in the booth by a very special guest, the actually the original first guest of Fanatic Radio ever, Shamar Walter. Shamar, thank you for stopping by as always. Yes, sir, of course, man. I had to come check you out. It's been quite a while. How was uh, your first couple of weeks back? We've been back here. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. AU Athletics is doing uh, quite well. Can't complain about that. My Pistons are still terrible, and the Yankees made a trade, so I guess I'm a little convoluted. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that. We'll get to our AU Athletics Minute in a few moments, but for now, we're switching gears to the uh, NBA. We have some crazy games and scenarios this past few weeks. Here's a little soundbite from the TNT broadcast last night. Craig Sager interviewed. Kevin Garnett, after a very thrilling 27-point comeback in the final three minutes of the game when the Boston Celtics defeated the Orlando Magic. The Boston Celtics with perhaps the most impressive performance of the year. Down 20. Ball fight, man. You're down 27 points. Ball fight, Craig. Ball fight. Tonight was a ball fight, man. We knew that was going to come in with a lot of energy. Tonight was a ball fight. You ever been in the ball fight? Ask Charles. He's been in the ball fight. This is what it was tonight. We won the second half. You know, in the first half, they came out with a lot of energy. We put ourselves in the hole. We simplified offense, came out. I forgot she was doing the interview. Go ahead. Well, Doc Rivers, we heard him say late in that third quarter, hey, guys, it's not over yet. We can still get back into this game. Did you believe him at the time? Absolutely. Since I've been here in Boston, Doc has never told me nothing that wasn't true. Uh, we, was in, uh, we was in the finals one time. We was, I think we was down, whatever we was, and he told us we could come back, and I believed it, and we did. So tonight was no different. So that was a big ticket himself, saying that the second half was a bar fight. And rightfully so, Doc Rivers is able to coach a team without Ray Allen, without Rajon Rondo. With, I think it was Avery Bradley on the floor, all these young guys. Yeah, with all that energy Kevin Garnett was showing, you don't really need much. I, I feel bad for whoever ran into him at, in the parking lot. Good Lord. He said the word bar fight like 7 million times. <laughs> Very impressive win last night. And that definitely shows that the Celtics... As old as they are, teams with a lot of experience end up... Of course, big NBA aficionado yourself, Shamar. What have you taken away with the first quarter of the NBA season? Um, From a fan perspective, I think it's been wonderful. Um, There's basketball on pretty much like every other day. Um, And really, from as a fan, it's great. Like It's exciting basketball. Um, a lot of teams uh, competing. And I think part of that has to be due to the shortened season. And um, for instance, the Sixers, who I don't know their record right now, but at one point were nine and two. Twelve and six, actually. I think they're first place in their division. They are, they are. And and the thing is, it's something that I had talked to you about earlier off there. This idea that with this, um, with such a shortened season, young legs will prevail. Um, you got teams that are coming in, no training camp. Guys really aren't in condition, especially if you're a guy like a Paul Pierce or the veterans who had to be at all those meetings because they were really the representatives for the player union. So when you have so this is the perfect season though for teams like the Sixers or the Thunder that have those that very talented young legs that can push up and down the court especially if you can if you can stay healthy so we're seeing a little bit of a different uh, brand of basketball we have got teams veteran teams are actually the ones who are at the disadvantage believe it or not teams that are championship proven like the Lakers the you know the Celtics for a while the Mavericks were sort of were sort of slipping a little bit. Um, so it's been a, definitely an, an interesting season to watch, and I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Well, that's good. Of course, you mentioned that experience and old guys getting hurt. 
One team that has done a, a pretty well job and been definitely one of the best teams in the league, Chicago Bulls. It was a couple of nights ago, lost the Indiana Pacers, another up-and-rising young team. And this is from ESPN 1000. This was after the Bulls, who were undefeated at home at the time, lost their first home game. This is from Ronnie Brewer and his thoughts after the Pacers celebrated, I guess, he, as they say, as the Bulls players say, prematurely. Yeah, um, you know, when you're walking off the court, uh, you're in the same corridor, um, and uh, we were walking to our locker room, and you can hear those guys celebrating, cheering, uh, screaming, uh, you know, and, you know, that kind of hits um, home with a lot of guys on our team because, you know, uh, we're all competitors. Uh, they're in our division. Every time we play them, it's it's a tough matchup, so... Um, and especially in front of our fans, you don't want to have a letdown and, and, and lose at home. We've been playing extremely well, so to hear them do like that, it, you know, it just adds a little fuel to the fire. Was it all noted mentally by all you guys, or did you guys even talk about it? No, we talked about it <clears throat> uh, after the game. We, we we didn't want, you know, feeling that we felt after the game, uh, you know, it's never a good feeling when you have a loss. And, we felt like we had a, a good effort, but it wasn't good enough. And we, we, we feel like we can um, push a, a little bit harder um, and, and give a little bit more and take this team to, to the next level. So that was after the first home loss of the season for the Chicago Bulls. Are you surprised with them how well they've done, especially after that Christmas Day performance in Los Angeles? Um, no, I'm not I'm not surprised at all at, at how well the Bulls have played. I, I think um, it – Everyone knows how talented this team is. I think the number one thing that was the question was, could there be another scorer besides Derrick Rose? I think when you have Joe Kim Noah and Carlos Boozer, despite how they played last year, you have to remember both of those guys dealt with injuries for the large portion of that year. But before the injuries, we all thought the Bulls were a team, um, were pretty much the only team that could be in the Heat's league, and that turned out um, to be true, except for when the Mavericks showed up in the finals. I know you were happy about that. Um, but overall, I'm not surprised at how well the Bulls have done. They've got one of the best players in the league playing um, at point guard, and they have very solid role players. It's just about having those role players be consistent and step up. And it's also funny that you mentioned back to the old guys of the Celtics and my Dallas Mavericks. They got their championship rings this week, but at a hefty price. 40K. Yeah. $40,000, right? Yeah, it was uh, $1.4 million Cuban dropped on 15 players including re- recently retired Pedro Stoyakovich and Timberwolves, current Timberwolves player J.J. Barea. So now Corey, uh, Ronnie, or Corey Brewer and Tyson Chandler and Deshaun Stevenson. I think that's the only three players that need to acquire their rings, and they're just going to do that as they come through. Of course, ESPN, the Miami Heat and New York Knicks currently playing on ESPN right now. But it's funny, back, back to injuries, Mark Cuban actually... Of course, the Olympics coming up in 2012, something else. Mark Cuban announced this week that he is upset that they have professional players in the Olympics. He says one of the reasons why Dirk Nowitzki has been going through most of these knee injuries is because of his European qualifying in playing for the German national team. But, of course, and also Roddy Boubois from the French national team when they had FIBA Europe Final Four earlier this or late last year. But Cuban's comments saying it's it's just the epitome of stupidity, epitome of stupidity that we would allow ourselves to be used so other corporations can make tens, if not hundreds, of millions of dollars. And then he goes on saying explicit and all that. Your thoughts on 
Cuban bashing the Olympics <laughs> for blaming the reasons why his players are hurt. First of all, let's talk, let's understand. You gotta take this for granted. So this is Mark Cuban, um, wonderful for the league as much as he's a pain in their in their backsides. Uh, he's great for the league. He takes care of his team as you can see how much money he spent on the rings. But the Olympics, is, he's totally wrong here. The Olympics <laughs> is not about the NBA. Right. Um, and really, you have to take more of a global view uh, with this. And if you step away from basketball, you'll see whether it be soccer or any other sport. <coughs> excuse me. Any other sport, the Olympics is for the players and them wanting to represent their nation and, and be proud and representing their nation. Like you ask uh, Pau Gasol or Dirk Nowitzki, and they'll they'll tell you they're going to play for their country regardless of how hurt they are. And you ask any other any soccer player. Uh, pretty much any other sport, and they'll tell you the same thing. It's not a matter of of the NBA allowing this to happen. These players are going to play because they love their country. Like, you look at that team that just won the gold at the last Olympics, they were sick and tired of watching other teams beat other countries, beat us at our own right. sport. Like, you couldn't tell me that LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Kobe Bryant were fully motivated that they were coming out of there with a gold medal, and they played like it. They right. played Especially for best. some of the players, a lot of it's country pride. But I guess I guess with risk comes reward. Yeah, if that saying ties into it. Yeah, and and the thing is though, your guys can get Monta Ellis showed the Golden State Warriors. Your guys can get hurt doing anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was fooling around on you know doing be, being stupid. Like in the off season, your guys are gonna get hurt. Does he have older players? Yes, but you can't blame the Olympics for the right. reason why. It, now, is it possible to use college players? Yeah, sure, but that's not what we want. Part of basketball in the Olympics is branding not just for the NBA but for our country. For global marketplace, yeah. Because and I think his pitch was uh, U23s, sort of like what the soccer team does, of how it's... They can, you can use players such as uh, Teal Bumbry. I know it sounds foreign to you, but uh, a lot of, a lot of soccer goes. players now, 23 and under. So you have some of the... So basically, if you did that for basketball, it would be, I think, seniors in college up to about guys that are two years in the league. So basically what the world championship team was that recently won with Derrick Rose, Kevin Love, maybe, maybe putting guys like John Wall. But I don't think it's about winning. Yes, like those guys are young enough, and honestly, we, we have some of the best talent in the world, especially at, the, at our sport. But I don't think it's really about winning. It's really about branding. Like you look at the reason why basketball even matters at the Olympics because of the dream team. It's because other countries saw Michael Jordan, they saw Magic Johnson, they saw Charles Barkley. They saw these guys, like, like, you know, go out and play this sport that absolutely mystified them. Like, they were blowing teams out by, like, 50 points, and it made kids across the world want to go out and work on their craft and work on their game. And, and that, to some extent, like, we have to step away from big business and we have to step away from personal endeavors and understand what it means from a national perspective. And I think it's really only in this country... Uh, that that would even be a question. Like in countries like Argentina or Brazil, where soccer is their big sport, you think they would ever discuss um, taking someone like Cristiano Ronaldo away from his 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 uh, national team right. or something like that? But well, I mean, only time will tell. Of course, with Mark Cuban, he got his ring, so raise the banner. Everything looks bright. Of course, the Mavericks are eleven and eight. Hopefully, they can bounce back. As Dirk Nowitzki actually is to return this weekend, if not tonight. So glad to see him back in full swing. Uh, take a quick music break. When we come back, we'll talk more about AU Athletics, something that Shamar and I will be uh, teamed up for tomorrow for the women's basketball game. Also, a very unique promotion that current uh, the SIDs and people at the athletic department came up with to promote our 
annual pink out game. But you're listening to Fanatic Radio here on WVAU. For uh, matchups, uh, as a little kid, you.
yo. The spirit in the sky screamed homicide, but it was time to ride on some niggas funny talking. If too much money talking, we make them economize. Real rap, no tail spinning, such as the life of a kamikaze. Z pilot, we wildin' out of control until we all make the funny papers like Comic Con. Feared in all streets, so if you ever see me out in y'all streets, find another one to occupy. I never hope for the best, I wish a nigga would. Turn around and walk away, I wish a nigga could. Listen to my instincts and say fuck the rest, but once you had the best, better ain't as good. Weak heartedness cannot be involved. Stick to the script, nigga. Fuck your improv like a samurai. The street samurai be cold. Play your part. Shut the fuck up and do as I was told. I was always late for the bus. Just cause can I be on time? Then I start to think, what's the rush? Who wants to be on time? Feeling unlucky. And if I ever got lucky, Thing I fear besides fear itself. This is clearly a lesson learned for someone else. Reach for the crown of thorns upon the shelf. Cross around my neck, I've been taught myself. Capture this moment in time, it's a smash and grab. And when my party people, y'all finna have a blast. You say goodbye, I say hello, first and last. Hello, hello, now all of y'all elevate your glass. To an example of what time and duty you win. Those names of things that keep on eluding you win. Shit is new to you when lies is true to you. Words are suspect, usual, coming through to you, man. I guess the father's ever lucky it was one time. Then I went missing, looking for the sublime. A nigga stayed low, left the ladder unclimbed. Time after time, verse blank, the line unrhymed. Yeah, the one to watch, the big son, for everyone to be on time. What's the big deal? Some bagpipes if you're born on the other side of the crack price. Niggas learn math just to understand the crack price. Then dive in, head first like a jackknife. Pause out here. Yo, you niggas can't belly fly if you wanna make the noise inside your belly. Stop on time, me being on the front line. Being on the front line means sucking one time. The pendulum swinging my way couldn't be more blind. Niggas talk to the cop, not even one time. Cause we all going down just like the subprime or cheap ass half gas. I let a balance time, but hopping over gates to escape is sublime. Been through the alleyway and down to the subline. Tales from the streets, life a hot crime. To make it to the bottom, such a hot climb. I was always late for the bus. Just what could I be on time? And I start to think, what's the rush? Who wants to be on
Welcome back to Fnatic Radio here on WVAU. Shamar Walters along with Michael Gardner. Glad to see Shamar back in the studio. He's actually originally the first guest I ever had on the show. Yes, sir. Flagship show. Uh, a yearly anniversary is coming up sometime in February. Also, other things coming up in February. Women's basketball has a very unusual promotion February 11th game at 2 p.m. in Bender. Having a bra contest for our Play for K found the Play for K Foundation for KL, former Rutgers head coach, died of breast cancer. It's a bra decorating contest for breast cancer awareness. They, I'm trying to see. I think they're free if you go to the Bender lobby of ticket office. Pick up a bra contest for school spirit, most creative, most colorful, and a fan favorite, which will be chosen at halftime. More for our AU minute before we wrap things up. Men's basketball falls to Bucknell. Women's basketball gets their biggest win of the year. And, of course, Saturday against Lafayette, women's basketball will be here at 2 p.m. Shamar and I, you will actually be doing that game. Yes, sir. Very looking for, yes. much looking forward to that. Of course, also on the wrestling side, although they did fall to number 12 overall, Ryan Flores still remains number one in the heavyweight category. Monster. This is just a little clip that we found from his interview with NBC NBC Four in Washington. Of course, Ryan Flores, a frequent guest on Fanatic Radio. How many times have you been on the show? Actually, been once to preview the Frequent. wrestling season. Once. Yes, and he will be back on more times. I can't make the situations ambiguous. It's tough to have something like that happen, and it's you know it's especially hard to look at, uh, you know, in the tapes and things like that. But it's just more fuel to the fire. So that was a quick little Flores. You can go to uh, NBA, go to AEagles.com, click on the link for that. Wrestling returns back. I think it's February 19th. Take on Virginia Tech on the 18th. I actually will be doing that as well, along with a couple of wrestling aficionados. I think Mike Cannon's dad will be joining me, along with wrestling ace Jimmy Johnson. Well then. So also uh, surprising in the world of sports, U.S. men's soccer was started off. It was 1-4-1 and one when Jurgen Klinsmann took over after the whole Gold Cup debacle. Something we can end on with a little school pride knowing that Bill Clinton, former president, is here on the campus of American University. Walk of the year. Walk, Walk of the, the year, yeah. First ever Walk of the year. Yeah, Mr. Clinton, congratulations. Or Mr. President. Before Mr. President, congratulations on getting that award. Bill, this his, is his friends like to call him. Yeah, this is from United States head coach Jurgen Klinsmann and the thoughts of how the team is slowly developing. Of course, we'll get to that after we answer this call. Hello, thanks for calling. You are on Fanatic Radio. Hey, Fanatic Radio. We're glad you're back on the air. We missed you. I'm and glad to be back. A successful semester. Look forward to hearing your uh, opinions on the racing industry, of course, and certainly the coverage of the uh, college basketball as we soon approach uh, March Madness and beyond. So thanks for being back on the air. Uh, good luck this season. All right, thank you for your call. Make sure to spread the word. Go to facebook.com slash fanaticradio to like the page. Also, you can listen to the podcast if you get a chance to listen to our interviews with Ronnie Brewer, Kevin Garnett Clip, etc. Uh, Ryan Flores. Here's something from United States men's national team coach Jurgen Klinsmann. Um, we send them on the field with the, the guidance to say, you know, take charge of the game. You know, uh, push it high up, you know, be confident, you know, go move forward uh, and always stay compact, always stay together as a unit. And they, they implemented everything we told them, um, except, you know, maybe scoring a little bit earlier. Uh, I think, I don't know, you know, 
10, 12 chances, they, don't, they had no chances at all. We controlled them completely, and that gives them confidence. So we wanted to, to give them a feeling with this type of a game that they can play with these nations. You know, you can, you know, kind of eye-to-eye -eye measure yourself with them. And uh, it, was, it was really wonderful to see that. You know, it took a while. It took 15, 20 minutes until they realized, hold on, you know, we... We just need to push it higher up. We just need to be more confident. We just need to send more signals and be more aggressive. So, Hi, Coach Jurgen Clemson, bright sides for the United States here in 2012. Shmar, any final comments for the show? Thoughts on Timothy's God's the Paterno family, obviously. Anything else you want to end with? Um, look for us February 17th. I, uh, I should be stopping back in. I, I know I only had a short stay here, but I should be here the whole show, uh, February 17th. Michael just thought it'd be nice to give the people a little teaser for what they can Look forward to more more comments, more great commentary. Also, uh, your wonderful partner will be in here that day as well, I'm assuming. And then also, come out to the game. Uh, AU Women's Basketball is still undefeated. They're still doing well. They trounced Bucknell on Wednesday. And they they win, yep. Yeah, and they hope to do more of the same tomorrow at 2 o'clock. You can see us and the wonderful staff over at Eagle Vision TV. Come stop by, shake our hands, get Michael's autograph. <laughs> He's not selling it anymore. I got him to take the price down. Please, no sympathy. That's all the time we have for now here on WVAU's Fanatic Radio. Go to Facebook.com slash Fanatic Radio. Like the page. Listen to the podcast courtesy of SoundCloud. Hopefully we can get more sponsors this semester, more guests. Of course, we, we are glad to have brought you this feature presentation as the pregame to the pregame. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. We'll come back next week, February 3rd, for our Super Bowl extravaganza. But for Shamar Walters, I'm Michael Gardner. This has been Fanatic Radio. So long, everyone.